Pioneer pregame continues on on 104.3 The Fan HD3. It's a clean injury report for the Denver Pioneers today as we head into Summit League play on December 29th in Omaha, Nebraska. And ordinarily, this is a segment in which we get to talk about our opponent scout here from a Pioneers assistant. And uh, today we're doing something a little different because sometimes you get things that are much bigger and cooler than basketball. And that's a story that we've got for you today with the nation's leading scorer in Pioneers guard, Tommy Bruner. Uh, not often that you get to have the leading scorer in college basketball on a radio show and, like, not talk about basketball. But how are you, man? It's good to see you. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, you know, just focusing on this on this first league play game. But besides that, I'm doing pretty good. Good, man. It's uh, obviously been a, a great start to this year for you. But we're going to talk about something that you got a chance to do over holiday break, uh, something that really kind of steps beyond the, the boundaries of basketball. Uh, you, over the summer, this is something I had no idea about until I saw the, the post on Instagram about it, which makes it even cooler and more impressive to me. But you established a nonprofit called the Be Different Foundation. And this year, over the holiday break, you got a chance to give, uh, I think, over 1,000 gifts uh, to, to families in the Denver area. Um, tell me about this, man. Tell me about first getting the nonprofit started, the the inspiration behind it, and how this all got rolling. Uh, well, I've had Be Different for about eight years now, since high school. Um, I was making everything, like, legal and stuff. Since the NIL, you get paid. And then I'm at the bank. They said, you know, what do you want to do? You know, I told them we plan on doing some, some camps for some underprivileged kids. You know, give them some backpacks, some school supplies, stuff like that. And they said, well, if you if you turn into a 501c3, you know, we'll give you some money. So I left the bank. I called my mom. I said, what's a 501c3? <laughs> <laughs> even as you're saying this, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, so she said, you know, it's basically a nonprofit, a charity. Uh, you don't have to pay taxes. And most of your funding comes from, like, donations. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, I said, you know, should I do it? She said, yeah, go for it. So... It took us about – I started last year, okay. like, right after the season, and then I just got it at the beginning of this season. Like, the IRS approved our mission, everything about it. So, December came around. I called my mom and said, hey, I want to do a toy drive. She said, okay. And then, you know, that was it. So, then I started, like, working, you know, calling some just friends, family, you know, started getting some donations. Um Found a couple partners around Colorado, and we ended up giving out, you know, almost a thousand toys for for Christmas. You know, over a hundred over a hundred kids. So it was it was pretty special. That's awesome, man. It's uh, it's one of those things where you are uh, a member of a community now in Denver. You're not from Denver originally. You've been here now two years. That to me is one of the most incredible things about this is the fact that you've chosen to do this uh, in a place that's an adopted home for you now, where you've been doing it before in places, you know, growing up in Oklahoma and South Carolina and all that. I would imagine you've been doing a lot of stuff there, but uh, to do stuff in the Denver area is really cool. Uh, when you first started reaching out to, to partners, um, how does that conversation get started? I mean, do you just kind of hit up people, you know, send emails or phone calls or and say, you know, I'm going to do a toy drive? I mean, how does this get rolling? Well, like, well, that's a different side of me that, you know, many people don't get to see, but like, you know, I might call you. I might call you and say, hey, Tyler, um, I'm having a, a Christmas toy drive, you know. Um, this is our goal. This is how many kids we want to give out toys to. Like, would you be interested in helping out? And the way you help might be different than the way Coach... Right. Wilbur helps out. You know, you might give me $500, but Coach Wilbur might put me in contact with someone who, you know, knows a bunch of kids in need. So, you know, it all just works like that. You just keep meeting people and meeting people. But the hard thing about it is, you know, no one wants, like, no one wants it 
to happen as bad as you want it to happen. So sometimes people might, you know, take their time or not give or, but for me, I just had to like keep on pushing, keep on pushing. And then it turned out to be a success. And then next year in 2024, we're going to do like a lot more things. You know, we are, we're building, you know, parks out in Aurora. Um, we're going to give out school supplies. Um, you know, we gave out a couple bikes on Christmas, toys. So we got a lot planned for 2024. That's amazing. And it's uh, a circumstance where you help brighten the biggest time of the year for kids, which is so cool. Um, and <clears throat> one thing I mentioned to Coach, the pictures that I saw from that event, there was this smile that you had on your face that's a different smile from just when you're having fun playing or you're joking around with the guys here, whatever. It was such a fulfilled, radiant look on your face. What did that feel like for you to be there in that moment? Well, at the toy drive, I wasn't working. I was I was letting all the, you <laughs> you know, the volunteers work. So I was just messing with kids and parents. And, you know, we had Santa Claus and the Grinch, you know, my good buddies. So <laughs> I was just, I wasn't working at the toy drive. I was just having fun. So, But to know, like, after long games, you know, you, know, you got to work. And then everybody sleep the next day. I'm up working you know, on the, on the charity. So just to see it all come together, it was a, a big blessing for me and a bunch of, a ton of kids and a ton of family. So that was the, just the, just, just the feeling of seeing all the work you put in come to life. Uh, that was, it was very special. It's Pioneer pregame on 104.3, the Fan HD3, Denver and Omaha coming up here in a little bit from Baxter Arena talking with one of my favorite dudes in my seven years of doing Pioneers basketball broadcast, Denver's fifth-year guard, Tommy Bruner. Uh, Tommy, as you um, get a chance to do something like that, one of the coolest parts of it was your mom got to be there for it. Um, and I got to meet your mom uh, at the, the last game, part of the holiday break against northern New Mexico, um, to share something like that with your family. Your mom was there, your sister's there. That's got to make it a whole different level. It's one thing to go through that and, and do it on your own and to have a phone call or a FaceTime and say, yeah, this is what happened. But to have them there, how cool was that? Man, it was so cool just, you know, calling my mom and, like, telling her, like, what's going on. Like, all right, this is what I've done. This is what I need. Uh, this is the plan. She, for her to be able to see it now, like, when we do something in the future, uh, she knows it's going to be, like, big. It's going to be amazing. So just for everybody to see it, for me to even see it, um, it just made everything surreal. You know, she was happy to be there. She's always working. So she was... For her to not be like the main character, the main act, making sure, her making sure everything goes smooth, um, it was just a little bit different for her. But she was just so happy to be a part of it, and you know I, I couldn't have did it without my mom at all, or my sister, or you know you guys just you know supporting me throughout the way. So you know everybody supporting, being there for me. That was the that was the main thing that, that put a smile on my face, you know, see many of you guys there. Tommy, when uh, you look back on, you know, how you've gotten to this point, um, who were the people that sort of helped you along the way? I mean, the, the impetus behind something like this probably goes back to, oh, yeah, I remember somebody who made an impact on me, somebody who influenced me, somebody who gave me a hand, you know, when I needed it. What are those things that uh, when you were a kid that now these kids get to grow up and look at, oh, I remember that time when that Denver basketball player did this for us. What was that for you? Uh, I always had awesome coaches growing up, you know, um, they will always be there for me. If my mom couldn't make a trip, you know, I'm riding with my coaches. So, you know, my mom might not be there to feed me. So my 
my coaches, you know, they take us to McDonald's, they take us here, they take us there, they watch out for us, they make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do on the court, off the court. So for me growing up, um, I wasn't around like a bunch of money, you know, we were we were fine, but like all of the be different clothing, it was always affordable mm-hmm. for anyone, you know, it was, you know, parents were wear it, kids were wear it, you know, basketball players were wear it. So my main thing was just being available for everyone, you know, the rich people, uh, the poor people, you know, black, white, brown. It, it it never mattered to me. So my whole thing was just be different, you know, don't be like everyone else, you know. It's okay to be yourself. So that was the whole thing uh, for me. You know, sometimes you just need someone to tell you, you know, it's okay to be yourself. So, you know, that's who I am. That's who I am for you know, the next generation. That's pretty amazing stuff, man. And we'll, we'll end on a couple of basketball ones. You uh, come into this game, start a summit league play as the nation's leading scorer. Uh, a couple of years ago, you arrived in Denver. You're dealing with a foot issue coming off a transfer. I know there were a lot of changes early on in your career. Could you have imagined if, when you got started here at DU, you weren't fully healthy yet, uh, trying to get back in your form as a basketball player. Could you imagine that in the middle of this year, you'd be the nation's leading scorer midway through the season? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, That's what like, I love about you. Yeah, I, I could see it happening for sure. You know, <laughs> the the guys that we have on the team, you know, they, they open up the floor for us. You know, um, the actions we run with Coach Zawi and, you know, Coach Wilgram, you know, they put me in a position to make a play every time. So I could be the nation's leading assist or the nation's leading scorer or, you know, it, Anything I can do to help my team win, honestly. That's just what I'm out there to do. Um, I'm watching I'm watching the scoreboard, you know, not my stats. Mm-hmm. So as long as as long as we got more points than other team at the end of the game, you know, I'm happy. This is a dude who's had back to back eight assist games against big time ranked teams this year and uh, and comes in with such a good steam uh, for this, you know, big time momentum push now as we get in a conference play. Last thing for you, TB, uh, this is a program that's never made the NCAA tournament. Um, we're at the start now of a 16 game grind in Summit League play, but you guys are in such a good spot. And you've got, you know, your veteran leadership. You've got young guys like DeAndre who are really climbing into their own uh, midway through this season. What is the ceiling for you guys right now? Obviously, you're not looking at March at this moment, but it feels like there's something really good that's building here. Uh, I can honestly say we got a good team. You know, we got a good culture. We got good coaches. You know, we got good strength coaches, good trainers. So uh, all good radio guy, good radio guys. <laughs> so all together, it's just a good energy, a good feel. And, you know, everyone wants to fast forward to March. But the ceiling for us is, you know, beat Omaha tonight. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the ceiling. And that's all you can ask for, you know, take it one day at a time. That's what leadership sounds like. That is Pioneer's fifth-year man, Tommy Bruner. Denver and Omaha coming up. Tommy, thanks, man. Congrats on uh, on all the success for the foundation. And I uh, can't wait to see where you end up, man. Good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you a lot. Pioneer pregame continues next on 104.3 The Fan HD3.